Hey, what's going on? This is another episode of Above Love. Uh, this is your boy, Cody. And this is your girl, Jasmine. Yeah, so we're back. Um, she just wanted to do that song because that was one of her favorite songs. Well, it was my favorite, so I played it at a certain time, and you were like, I can't do it because Jay-Z in the background. It was bad, man. I mean... Let it breathe. Every yeah. time I hear that, I just bust out laughing. Because it was horrible. Like, all right. I'm a, I'm a paint the the background for y'all. So Not too graphic. I mean, I ain't gonna say what position and everything, but I'm gonna say we were uh, having a good time making love. Um, and so you wanted you wanted to uh, have a an instrumental to it, and so you reaching over to your phone in the middle of everything going on. Turn. I love the song. Yeah. Okay. Song. Whatever. And you turn to this song. <laughs> And you laughing, but as soon as you turn it to the, <laughs> you can just 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 know that the mood shifted highly. <laughs> she turned it to that song, and you know I'm cool because I you know I don't know I don't know the song verbatim. I don't know the song verbatim. You know what I'm saying? So, you know she she's saying let's make love in the living room. Is that what she was saying? No, let's make love in the summertime. Oh, whatever, whatever she was saying. She. I wasn't even paying attention to it because I was into it until I heard this big lip joker come in there <laughs> telling me to let it breathe. And when we were done, the cook was like, why did, why did Jay-Z have to say let it breathe? It's unnecessary. He's just let Beyonce sing. That joker just kept on let it breathe, <laughs> let it breathe. I'm like, bro, so I don't... I don't need anybody in there telling me in the background to let it breathe. Like, bro, I'm doing what I got to do. It just... It, it, oh, my goodness. I crack up every time now that I hear this Let it breathe. Let it breathe. It. Like, come on, bro. Like, she was she was singing. It was good. It was just... <laughs> it was. I mean, it was great until he just jumped in there. Like, he had no reason to jump in there and say what he said. Like, he just should have stayed out of that song. He should have stayed out. That's my opinion. Pretty much. But, yeah. Um, I didn't notice it until you said something. And I was like, okay, maybe you got a point. Yeah, let it breathe. Let it breathe. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm I'm breathing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. All right. Ah, she going to start it back on there. Ah. I don't need that in the background. That ad lib just—it's not helping me. It's not helping me to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Like it's—it's it's like countering what what was supposed to be done. <laughs> Let you it breathe. Didn't, you just didn't expect Jay Z no. to pop up out of there. It's, it's hilarious. Nah, because he just pop up out of nowhere, and I'm. <laughs> Let it breathe. Let it just shut up, man. What you talking about? Like it was—it was a good song. Whatever. Uh, we gonna jump into it. Um. This is another episode of us. Uh, we want to do it real quick because uh, we had a couple of um, things. Oh, that... Cody wanted to jump in here. I was like, what are you doing? We were sitting there watching T.I., the new, the, the first season of what's called Hustle Game, Hustle Time, whatever. Yeah. The new T.I. And that's going, that's going on right now. Yeah, so I'm into it and I'm talking. I'm thinking he in the room with me and I'm like, no, my husband's not in here. What are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. 
So I come in here, and he's in her testing one, two, three on the mic. What the hell are you doing? I'm setting it up so we can have another episode. Well, that's of what you're gonna say. Hey, I think because we had a lot of arguments today, right? Or just today or this week, or just. We didn't really have time to talk this week to each other. Well, really. that, that can be an argument. That can be an <laughs> argument in itself. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of heated stuff going on. And um, we just want to let it out on the podcast, man. We want to be uh, extremely uh, transparent uh, with, with all our listeners. I love the way uh, people give us feedback and like to listen to us and things like that. So, we want to keep everything 100, man. So... Yeah, I was like, okay, so we were having a um an argument uh prior to we were watching Power. And so uh, we're gonna I'm, bring that back up. I, I said cease to desist. Okay, we can do that. But I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna say we ha- we were having an argument with that and um you know, prior to that we were having like a slight argument as well. And so like all these arguments lining up, I felt like we just needed to get it on the podcast. And the major thing that made me wanna go ahead and record is the fact that she said she feels like when I get on a podcast, I'm being extremely argumentative and not actually listening to, um, the message that she has or whatever she, whatever, uh, whatever statement she has to say, she feels like I'm being combative on purpose. And it's, I don't, I don't feel like it's that, but if she does, then, you know, it is whatever. Well, no, because, um, for example, what we were disagreeing upon with power, he was saying how, um, lately it's been kind of boring, not really of interest, not, well, not of interest, but not to the point to where you're jumping at your edge, you're at the edge of your seat and you can't wait to the next episode, and then we were arguing about, um, how 50 was able to, um, come at that guy, what was his name, I don't know the guy's name, uh, the light-skinned cat, uh, Dre, Dre, not Dre, the guy that Dre, um, was fooling with that shot at that dude, thought he was doing something, killed that dude on the street. Oh, no, no, I don't know his name, no. Well, because um, Keenan was at the corner, and the dude walked by. Keenan, Keenan, yeah. Keenan yeah. was at the corner, and the dude walked by, and then he just started talking to him and kind of um, trying to throw um, Dre under the bus, and my husband was like, that's not realistic. And I was trying to put a different perspective on it, and he was saying how, um, I guess the, 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 I guess the followers, the sheep under a ghost, you know, they kind of protected ghosts. They kind of was one step ahead of everything. But I told him that he has to understand that they're showing perspective of a guy who just envied, um, someone and wanted to take over, but wasn't really mentally, um, into intellectually capable uh, taking on that role, and Dre is no ghost. Ghost was very calculated. Ghost kind of was always at least one step ahead of his enemies. He knew who his enemies were, and he kept them close. And he can't expect Dre to be that same way. But he was he was thinking, well, they have the same team, but the team doesn't respect Dre the way that they respect Ghost. You know, they have loyalty under a different kind of loyalty under Ghost than they have under Dre. You know, Dre just is now connected to the cartel, and they need that connection in order to continue, you know, basically their their business in the streets. 
So um, I was trying to tell him that they're just giving a different perspective of the um, the guy of Dre because he's not really he's trying to be ghost, but he's not ghost, and they're just trying to portray and show how things could, especially the team, can shift because not everybody's kind of doing their own thing on their own, kind of, in their own little group, and no one really respects Dre, only to, they only respect him enough to not get killed and to continue on with making money. I, I see I see what you're saying, but I kind of want to break it down into a um, another dynamic to where it has nothing to do with power. Like, because some of our listeners might, might not listen to power. Watch. So, or watch power. Or not might not be listening to you because they don't watch power. Let me say it like that. Um, so how can we break it down to where you can actually get to the meat and potatoes of what you're talking about? Well, I'm just saying, like, say work. Everybody goes to work, right? So you have a boss who you respect. They've gained your respect because they're smart, right? They're very smart. Um, and they have this sense... Because when you, someone's a true leader and have that, it, it, it kind of, the, the energy that you get from a true leader and you, res, and you have that um, type of respect for them because they know what they're doing. They're calculated. You know, they're going to make sure that you're good. You know, they, they're not um, veterans in the, I mean, not should say veterans, they, they're not um, rookies in the game. You know, so, you know, you have that, you know, mutual respect for each other. You're going to go all out for that boss. You know, And but say someone else comes in that's, a, you know, a rookie, and they don't approach, they don't have that same energy. You know, they don't know what they're doing, and it's obvious that they don't know what they're doing, but they're just connected. You know they're connected, and you're just going to have enough respect for them in order to keep your job. But when it comes to having that person back a thousand percent, Say, you know, someone that knows some information about that person that may go and tell their their connection, you may not even dare step in the way because why? Why should I step in the way? I'm still going to have my job. They don't care about me. You know, I'm still going to be able to carry my weight. So why am I worried about, you know, their possible demise, right? Demise. Yeah, I, I didn't know what this mize was. Sorry. I mean, yeah, I understand that. But so, what is your what is your overall point? You said to break it down in real life, right? Right, so, and so the overall point is. So my point was, in power, you know, the shift of loyalty has changed due to the shift in leadership. And you said that's not possible. I didn't say that's not people, possible. I said it's not realistic. The same team, you said the same team is still going to think the same way. And still mm-hmm. going to have mm-hmm. that same mentality no matter what the leadership is. And that's that's wrong. That's not what I said. What I said was people that were under ghost um, leadership and if they were moving and acting a certain type of way, whenever they get transitioned to another type of leadership, they're still going to have that intuition, that instinct that they've already well, been. What if they're under leadership that they don't really care? Jasmine, I didn't interrupt you. Listen to me. This is what they had inside them. So no matter no matter uh, upon whether they're asked to do certain things, they're still going to actually be doing certain things that was engraved in them. So they will still be doing background information on whatever they have going on. 
they might not be delivering it to anybody because they're not told to, but they're still doing that because they saw how important it was to know what's going on around you. And so for them having that information, they still know it, but they're not necessarily giving it to anybody. And so what I'm saying is with Canaan being... So the whole point of this is why... Still no, because no, I don't think the listeners understand what we're going. The whole point is you were saying that someone should have peeped out what that guy was doing in that conversation with Canaan. No, I'm saying in real life, somebody would have. They just wouldn't have said anything until the time, uh, until until an opportune time, a time when it benefited them. See what I'm saying? So they would have held that information until it would benefit them to say, oh, I know this because how uh, how how soft uh, Dre is, um, how fraudulent his leadership is, he is not going to understand how to operate a certain amount of people for a certain amount of time. Like he's, he's been in leadership for not even a full season. You know what I'm saying? And so it's going to come to a point to where he's going to have to make an executive decision. And that decision can possibly mess up everything that he has going on. And then it could cost him his life. Right. And so when it comes to that point, he's going to get desperate, uh, get very desperate. And so when he does that, he's going to check everybody that's around him, his, his circle, you know, the guys that he's supposed to be quote unquote leading that you're saying he's not a good leader, but I understand that. But when he addresses them, the people that have information that can actually benefit their life and help, that's when they're going to come out with the information. You see what I'm saying? And so that's why I'm saying whenever uh, Kanan was coming out there, people should have been watching him. And real, I'm talking about like real life. It should have been somebody watching him because people are, they, they care about their life. So they, they do what they can to yes, be able to have. But I think that when you watch a power, you're so used to ghosts being so calculated. Ghost would have been in his car on a street corner seeing it for himself. No, it... Or okay. having someone, because, like, when Ghost was in power, he had... What's his... The guy that used to drive his car, he was basically his eye on a lot of stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, but Dre hasn't designated a person like that. That's true. That's so that's true. what I'm saying. Like, Dre is a rookie. He doesn't even know what needs to be set in place in order to be a step ahead. And like I said before, if it wasn't for Tariq, Dre would not even, there would be no Dre. You know, and, and if that was, if Ghost was in the same situation, Ghost would already know what was up. And he would already have somebody set up to kill the people who were trying to kill him. Right, right, right. And what I'm saying is, uh, it just, it, it doesn't seem realistic anymore. Yeah. It used to seem realistic. But I guess that's why it's boring. It's so, I mean, it's not boring, but it's not as suspenseful because Ghost was very calculated. So we were on the edge of our seat to see what was the outcome of his calculation or um, we were on the edge of our seat because it was just so good. We, we It was unexpected. Right, right. And, and, Dre, and Dre's leadership is very predictable almost. Right. I mean, because the average person can do it. And so that's what I was getting at. I was like, it was it was more calculated for sure whenever, uh, whenever we had ghosts, you know, making the moves and calling the shots. But at this point, it's not, it's not... Um, it's not as realistic as it used to be. And when I say realistic, it's because if a guy in the position of a ghost, he's definitely going to be calculated. Because right. you're not you're not going to make it to that position. Nobody right, obviously, they, they, they're trying to depict the difference between Dre and Ghost. Because even um, the, the cartels, what's the guy's name that Dre's talking to? Because his sister, you know, before they were getting on the plane, she was explaining something to him. And he was like, 
did we think we should do that? And she was like, duh, you idiot. You know, so if that was Ghost in that situation, no one has ever said something like that to Ghost because Ghost would already be three three or four steps ahead. Yeah. Ghost would be the one running everything, not being ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I know this is a little bit different for um, our audience because we normally don't talk about uh, power. Uh, power is usually discussed on the other podcasts that I do, the Men's View podcast. But um, Jasmine and I just had some um, disagreements on uh, point of views. Yeah, of course. And we do that a lot. But I'd like to bring it into something else. Um, is there anything else you'd like to bring up? Because we were early on the podcast. We've been on here 17 minutes. So you can go ahead and spit your no, I mean, talk. this was like in part two, so yes, I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't prepared for anything. Right. We don't need to be prepared, but we can just talk. We can just talk because... Well, obviously, you got some stuff on your mind. Yeah, I don't like the way you came at me on that, on that whole ghost. For, I, don't, I don't like the way you came at me on that. Why? Because you, you hate... It's like you, you married me and you knew that, you know, I have mine. And it's like when I, when I actually express myself, you... you it's like you, it's a pet peeve or something. Yeah, and y'all can't see it right now, but she's looking me dead in my eyes, so this is extremely intimate. So what she's saying is hitting me straight in the heart. So go ahead. Keep going. Hitting you straight in the heart. No, it's going, di- it's going directly to me, is okay. what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I feel like you respected me at the beginning because I, had, I, I was smart and I had my own mind. And it's like, now that we're married... You want me to think the way you think, and I'm, I'm always going to think like myself. I'm going to think like how I think. I'm always going to be who I am. You can't persuade me otherwise. Right. So do you think I'm trying to persuade you? I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know why you get so upset. I'm not upset. I'm just passionate about my the way I feel about certain yes, things. Yes, and I am too. Right. And so that's, and where, that's where we bump heads. Yes. And that's an issue, right? No, it's not an issue. Oh, it's an Because I, I I, it doesn't bother me. Well, okay, it's not an issue. You can you can feel and think the way you feel and think. It's not gonna change me. Mm. That's the way you feel. Yeah. Okay. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Um, let's talk about uh some other relationship stuff. Um. You don't have anything in mind. Well, we were just talking. I guess we always like. I feel like we always talking about cheating. Uh, just watching we... God. Well, listen, you knew this one okay. who just watched T.I. We just had, had this conversation, so don't act like this is something that nah, but has I, been thrown on you. I didn't know. You know. T.I. is doing a lot more things right now other than quote-unquote cheating, allegedly. We don't know what he's doing. We know what he's doing from the TV show. That So a TV show is someone's entire life? No, but I'm saying that's something we could have talked about, but you want to go into the alleged cheating. Okay, then what do you want to talk about then? No, nah, we can do that. No, don't, don't criticize and then want to come back around to it. No, nah, Go ahead. That's Go what ahead. you do. Go ahead. But I mean, I was telling my husband that I feel like, especially when the person cheats, uh, whether it's a guy or a female, and they have their, what they call, I can't, can't say one only, their main, whoever, chick, name, dude, whatever. Main dude? I'm, I'm, I'm talking for a male and a female, oh. not just a male. Okay. Um... I don't really understand the mental part of uh, cheating on someone constantly, and then you still want to be 
you still want them to be part of your life. Because I mean, if you just want to, if you just want to have, if you just want to be that bachelor, that 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 person that has a bunch of girls or has a bunch of dudes or be able to do whatever you want to do, why not be single? I don't understand someone. I feel like someone has something going on mentally, and my husband argued with me about that. To constantly want to cheat, but still want to have that security and want to have that main person and expect that person. Because if Tiny was doing that to him, he wouldn't really like that. He wouldn't respect that. So it's like, why would you want someone to be faithful to you? And it would hurt you if they weren't faithful to you. And you probably wouldn't, he probably wouldn't even forgive her if he wasn't faithful. First, That's just his personality. Firstly... I understand exactly where you're coming from. I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, you're talking about a situation that actually makes sense. I'm coming at it from a realistic standpoint and not necessarily saying that this realistic standpoint makes sense because it, it doesn't. Thanks for saying that. Okay. Uh, and I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. just being real. And so a lot of men feel as if if they're taking care of home, they should be able to do whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't come to the light. And so I'm not necessarily talking about uh, T.I.'s situation. I'm saying that a lot of men take care of home, make sure everything is taken care of, you know, with the family, whatever's in the household, right? But if they do things on the side, it if it doesn't come to light, it's not an issue, it's not a problem. And they feel like that's not an issue, period. That That's not a problem with them. That's the way a lot of men but feel. The thing is, but the thing is, in reality, it is a problem. It's a point. I'm, it's a, no, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it real. Because I think a lot of times we do things and we don't want to admit that we are wrong. We don't want to admit that we are faulted. We don't want to admit that, you know, we're not perfect in the way that we think that we are. You know, if you're doing stuff like that, and you know the person that you're with, do not like it, they feel disrespected, but yet you still want them in your life, you're still begging for them to be in your life, and you already know what conditions that they have already addressed that you should, that you should conduct, just how you should conduct yourself, and you still do those things, then go off and do those things, but don't involve me. So, the, but involving someone else that's that's a mental issue, whether we want to say it's a mental issue or not. Because at the end of the day, Cody, what's the point of me constantly cheating on you with someone? When if you say, "Hey, I'm done. I don't want this anymore. You go do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing." I can understand that someone was begging you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit suicide if you don't stay with me, and you're staying out of guilt, or you're staying because of the guilt of the children. You're staying because of some type of guilt. But if someone said, "Okay, you know what? I don't want this anymore." I want to go off and do, you doing your thing, I want to go do my thing. Oh, no, you can't do your thing. I own you. You know, that's a mental, that's a mental, the only way I can describe it is, is being effed up. Okay, I understand that. And I, I definitely uh, sympathize uh, with what you're saying. Because I'm not, to be honest, I'm not even judging anybody for cheating. You know, if you cheat, then you cheat. But then, this Go out and do it on your own. Don't bring someone else's. Don't affect someone else's life and livelihood. If you're your... cheating, if you're cheating, you're affecting someone else's life. Exactly. So, you are. so 
what you just said is negated. But uh, no, what I'm I, saying, I'm saying like let that person go. If that person doesn't want to be in well, that that's marriage, not cheating. Then. That's not cheating. Then if you're letting somebody go and doing your own thing, that's you being single. What I want to say but to so, you, that's the whole point. They don't do that. Right. So you kind of okay. I see what you just did. But what I'm saying is, this has been done for a long time, biblical days. All the kings had multiple wives, and they. You know what I'm saying? This this is document well documented. The kings had multiple wives. It was a whole bunch of I have other women type deal, right? Yes, because it's a mental. That doesn't dismiss it. That's how I'm. I'm not dismissing anything. I'm just saying it's been going on for a while. So it's not just us saying okay, we want to have other women. It's like no, it's it's damn near in in, in the man's DNA, right? I don't know. I don't. Well, I wouldn't say in the DNA. I think it's about what's been what's been shown, what's been learned. What's been shown or is what, the Bible. Or, what, or what's been Cody? I'm talking about in someone's household. Not everybody's household. The Bible is shown. Okay. I'm saying as you're being raised, it's either what's been shown or what has not been taught. Okay. It comes down to those two things. Okay. And a lot of guys. I mean, I know for certain they feel a certain masculinity of having multiple women. That's a mental problem to think that you have to have multiple women to be masculine. And see, I disagree. I think that was more whenever we were younger and like high school age. Well, some people don't grow up, as you said. As right. We just had a conversation about a certain individual. Right. I get. I get that. Yeah. I get, some people don't grow up. I get that, but. It it becomes a um, it becomes a situation to where you are not necessarily trying to prove anything to anybody. You just have other women on the side just because it's. it's but there's some like, what you're what you're dismissing is that there there is a type of mental issue, just like you right now as a grown adult. You still have issues about your parents, right? And you're grown as hell. Why do you still have those issues? Because it's a mental situation that you hadn't addressed and that you felt like, oh, it's not a problem when until you had a family of your own. Oh, yes, it's a problem. Yeah, I understand that. As so well. that's what I'm, I'm getting at. Let's let's be real. There's a mental issue there. And a, and a lot of that does have to do with someone feeling need to be masculine or maybe you feel you feel empty. You don't feel whole. Are you talking about my situation? No, I'm saying... No, I'm talking about the cheating. Okay, all right. There's there's a void there that you're trying to fill. Yeah, you but... You don't know how to fill it. But you don't necessarily know what that void is. Exactly. That, that void might not necessarily be feeling masculine. But, but it, exactly, but when you try to hide that and make excuses for it, you're never going to find out what that void is. No, but you could know what that void is. You could have a void of where you're not actually being able to have sex with whoever your spouse is as often as you would normally want to have. And so you do go to somebody or have a side chick for those times. Well, and okay. Okay. So if that's the, if that's the main problem, okay. The person I'm with is not having sex with me, me, because that's very vain, you know, that's not vain. No, I don't, I don't see that as vain. a relationship consists of sex. I'm not saying it's number one, but I'm saying it's definitely a priority. Top five priority. Well, what if that sure. person was handy in a handicapped situation where they couldn't do it? Well, then, then, it, do it. then obviously it's not a priority. 
Because you wouldn't have been in a relationship if you didn't know that. Okay, we're in a relationship now. Because something happened to me where I was physically unable to do that. Then what? Because it's a top priority now, right? So if I was physically not able to do that, you're going to go cheat on me because I'm not able. I physically can't do it. No, it would So that's what a relationship is about. The more priority. No, I'm saying a relationship is about what you establish to be the priorities. And so once you have those priorities established, if something like that happens, then the priorities need to be readdressed. But we're not talking about but that. People, the situation seen, that you're I've, talking I've, about. I've, I've seen people who cheat on their spouse because their spouse is sick, dealing with cancer. Oh, because I'm not getting sex that I want. And that's a whole that's, different... But I'm just that's saying, totally but I'm different. Just like, but I'm just letting you know when you say... Sex is the number one priority in a relationship. I get that. But when we when, when we define a healthy relationship from a physical standpoint, we completely dismiss the 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 the, the depth of relationships. But you because can't... someone could be incapable of doing of being able to do that. Someone's sick in the hospital fighting cancer and you're out there cheating Jasmine, them because they can't you, because they can't give you a you're, physical You're need. taking it to the extreme. What I'm saying is a healthy relationship is what you all establish between you two. Period. And once that's established, that is what that is. If something life threatening like that happens, then y'all need to go back to the foundations and establish whatever you can but establish. But guess what? You can't you have to understand, with most people, they don't revisit anything. Once all that's been established, and, if they and don't, how that perspective is, because they because they they are in the physical, instead of being in a relationship, your relationship with me is not just about the physical. The right. physical is a plus. It's the icing on the cake. But when I make everything about the physical, when that physical cannot happen, I'm going to step outside of my marriage, because I made everything about the physical. No, but everything shouldn't be about the physical. But you just said that sex is the number one priority. It is until you have to reestablish what the priorities well, what are. What don't reestablish? Let's start. From that's the marriage. point. Let's you... start the foundation of marriage. Okay. You said that that's the number one priority. No, I said that's I one. Like, of, that's I, one of the top priorities. I feel like sex comes naturally. It's it, 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 it's something that doesn't even have to be spoken. Okay, when you get married, you have sex, right? I mean. That's shouldn't something that shouldn't even be spoken. When you say what's the priorities in marriage, sex is should be the last thing on the list because guess what? If a person can't have sex, what are those other things? Jasmine, sex get gets lost a lot with uh, marriages. It does because you have a lot of priorities that that go on with marriage, especially when you have kids. So sex is not necessarily a priority, even if you establish it as a priority. It's not necessarily number one. Because once you have kids, number one is that child. Number two is making sure everything is, is straight in the household. But number you, but three you is... Seem, but you made it seem like, okay, we established that as a priority. You're not doing that for me. That gives me a reason to go out cheat on you. I never that's, said... That's what you were leading up to. No, that's not exactly what I said. You you, you looked into you it. You said some men cheat because they put they place sex as a priority and they're not necessarily getting that. So that that gives them an excuse to go out there and cheat. It doesn't on give. It doesn't give anybody. I, there's never an excuse to cheat. I'm just saying that is an excuse that people might use. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's. You're asking me how is it done? How why is it done? That's how and why it's done. I'm not necessarily 
agreeing with that. I'm just saying that's typically whenever I talk to somebody and they've uh, stepped out on their marriage or something like that, that's probably one of the majority of the reasons that they did it. And I'm not saying that's right. My my rebuttal against that, since we're supposed to be trying to help individuals, right, especially married individuals, is that when you make something physical a priority and that physicality doesn't happen anymore, it's easier for you to step outside of your marriage because your marriage is built on a shaky foundation. Having sex is number one priority in your relationship is a very, very unsteady, shaky foundation. Right, but sex should be priority in your because marriage. Because at the end of the day... Sex should be priority it, it, in your it, marriage. It should be priority if all things align. But that shouldn't be... The reason why I'm with you is not because, oh, good sex. Okay. Because good sex is not going to bound us together. Because I can have good sex. There's plenty... You can have good sex with yourself. Okay. You know? So, that's what I'm saying. Like, sex is it's very... It's a very shaky thing... To build your relationship upon. So, so if, if if this person's not meeting this need, this particular need, or I can I can step out. All I'm saying is that's the that's the wrong mentality to have because you can have sex, good sex with yourself. You can have good sex with anybody. Sex is not the one of the pillars of a strong foundation in a marriage, and that's where people go wrong. Because at the end of the day, someone can have an accident, be paralyzed, can't feel shit from their fucking waist down. The rest of their lives, they can't have sex. So, what do you feel you should? Or have, have broken legs. So, what what do you feel should be the pillars of a, a a great marriage? Number one, respect. Okay. Truth. Right. Truth. Tr- real truth and trust. Okay. I agree with both and, of those. And with all and with all that comes loyalty, because at the end of the day, when we fight. And we have disagreements. The reason why you're loyal to me is not because oh, Jasmine's giving me sex every single day. Because I'm not. Why are you? Why are you loyal to me? It's in my nature to be loyal. But aside but from you, that, but you respect me. Well, that, you don't respect me. I'm saying that's that's the reason why I'm with you. Period. Yes. But the, but the foundation of your love, quote unquote, love for me. It's beyond the physical. Because if it was just the physical, you would have been stepped out. Right? That's my point. I'm not going to say that. I'm not saying that the physical is, is, is part of that triangle. You would have been stepped out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going yeah, I'm, I'm to say I would have been stepped out, period. But if, if that's what you base your relationship on, that foundation of our relationship on, it's a, a physical thing, sex. Then the times when we weren't connecting and we wouldn't, we wouldn't having, we we didn't have a healthy sex life for a good period of time, especially at the beginning, because I was so busy with school. You had been stepped out, but that's because that's not what you based your relationship with me on. That's what I'm trying to get on, get at. Yeah, and I mean, it, I I think it's a little bit different whenever you um, discuss somebody actually stepping out and having sex with somebody else outside of their marriage. But all I'm saying if someone does do that, there's some mental thing going on. They feel lost. There's something I'm just saying there's there's an empty void. There's something going on they're trying to feel and they use a sex just like people use alcohol. 
or a, or a drug, you know, or weed, or prescription drugs, or prescription pain, people, they, there's an opioid crisis going on, right? As, yeah, as, yeah, that's another story. But I'm just saying that that's why people use other substances. Sex is one of those things. Because it gets you, it, it, <coughs> it creates endorphins. It makes you feel good. I mean, so does working out. You know what I'm saying? It, it, but that, but I'm saying people go to the first thing that they think of. They don't go to what's healthy necessarily. They go to the first thing they think of. Yeah, I get it. And when someone steps outside that relationship, they're not just doing it for. Some people may do it for the hell of it, but most of the time, no one's doing it for the hell of it. Especially if they still want to be in that relationship. There's no, no way. Some people, some people still just want to be in their relationship because their relationship is what's comfortable. Like they know they have something to come back home to that's stable, but they like to also get out there and have fun. But they still have something that's stable at the same time. So they have fun, but cheat, then, but then and that's do whatever. Wrong, then that's something wrong with you, Miss Lee. If you think going out and having sex outside of your your stable your stability is having fun. That's something wrong with you right there. Because it's not having fun. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. I mean, I think that's, that's there's an several, issue. There's several things. And I, I, I tell people, you know, what goes around comes back around. You know, you go out there, you mess around, you end up having a baby. Because my grandpa did it. You end up having a baby out of wedlock. Now you disrespect it and embarrass your, your significant other. And then you feel it. Then you, then you feel bad because if you really want to be with that person and you really want to keep that fat your family, then you feel bad. Then you have to face life with knowing that you did that to that person. What's the point? Yeah. And that's all I want people to do before you before you act. Stop and think about it because a lot of times we don't think about it until the act has already been done, and then we feel ashamed, we feel embarrassed, and it's something that we could never, even if our if our spouses, you know, access, it's something that we're gonna lie about till we. Till we die. We're going to go to the grave with it. Because, no, I don't want to cause this embarrassment on my family. Then why did you do it? Yeah, but... And we never address that. No, we don't. We don't. But, you know, I'm you know, I'm not trying to necessarily argue the other side. I'm just also saying the way people might view things. And it's messed up, the way they view things. But it's like, shoot, if, if um, something bad is going on between you and I, uh, like extremely bad and you were in the wrong totally in the wrong and i feel like you were in the wrong it might be something that we've been arguing about for years and you do it again or something i don't know what it is but it's something that you do repeatedly the third time i'm so fed up i'm like man forget it i'm i'm leaving and i leave the house i go out i go to a bar or something like that end up meeting somebody and something else happens you know what i'm saying and i might not have been having sex with you for the past two months. You know what I'm saying? Like this other person gave me attention. When you might not have been giving me attention. Now that's a different. No it's not. This is the same thing. No but that's what I'm saying. Like I can understand. See when it comes to cheating. I can understand like. Okay I've been busy for two or three months. And you've been saying baby I need you. Blah 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 blah. But I'm just I'm just doing my own thing. I'm just completely ignoring you. I'm completely ignoring my wifely duties. You can say that you never went two months. Without you. Without sex. Unless I wasn't physically here because of work. But if I'm physically here, you never gone two months. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. So. You barely gone a week. No, I've gone a week. A couple of times. I've gone a week. 
Yeah, during my cycle, Cody. Well, no, even beyond Outside the cycle. Outside my cycle. I've gone a week before. Okay, whatever. You haven't gone a week. I've gone a week. Okay. A week and a day? I said I've gone a week. Okay. We're not adding no days on or nothing like that. I said I've gone a week. Okay, whatever. But I can understand if you came to me and said, baby, I cheated on you. What? No, I'm saying I can understand if you said, baby, I cheated on you because I needed you. Maybe you were going through something and I completely ignored you. And someone else got your attention. You're human. Right? We're human. Yeah, we are. If I was going through something so bad and you were paying everybody else's attention and not me, and then here's someone else paying me attention, because that's how you connect with people through emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And this person's connecting me. This person is listening to me. I feel far away from you. I cheated on you because I felt there was a distance there. But a lot of men cheat, and there's no distance. The women, the women, no, you can, you can a lot of, especially celebrities, you can, you can ask them, oh, DJ Envy and his wife, we, sex, we were still having sex, so I'm right one. You know, we were still cool, there was no, there was no big issue. There was nothing man, going on. Man, we ain't gonna bring that man's infidelities up like but, that. But I'm just saying, there was nothing going on in uh, their relationship. I get you, I get you, I get you, I get to, you. To warrant. I get you, I get you. Okay. So, in that sense, I don't understand. And I, then, even if you did confess to it, and I forgave you, let's move on, for you to consistently do it when I'm still trying, I'm doing all I can to make our relationship better, but you're consistently going out there Cheating. I'm talking about consistent. I'm not talking about I slipped up because we were just having a bad time. We weren't connecting. You weren't there when I need you to be there. I cheated. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna work the rest of my life not doing that again. And that's that's typically how it happens. Um, if somebody ends up cheating, uh, I know for from a perspective of having friends that have probably got caught cheating. Um, they their girls are like all on a phone, you know what I'm saying? Like all on all their social media and stuff like that. They're they're checking everything because the it's still trust, fresh. The trust. Right. The trust was broken, right? And so they actually have to walk a straight and narrow. Because can you imagine because like when we first got together what we were doing. And there was no even like really cheating situation going on. When we first got together we would check we had passwords to everything. And you were checking my stuff on a regular basis, right? Yeah. But now I don't get your phone. You don't get my phone. No, nah, we, st- we still got each other's passwords to everything. Yeah, so. we still. I mean, we still have passwords, but I'm not. Well, who could texted? You know, mm. even if you get a text at two o'clock in the morning, you passed out. You know, mm. you you home. I'm not tripping. I'm not. I don't care. Mm. You know, but if I cheat on you, that but would oh, cha- yeah. that would completely change. Oh, that's gonna be and, like, and, and vice versa. I, I can even step out the house. And vice versa. Yes. And vice versa. And you should expect that, though. Especially if the person uh, decided to bring you back and accepted you. It's like, okay, I understand you had, like you said, you had, an, um, you had a, a vulnerable time. And so you did whatever. Then, yes, expect for me to check everything. I was listening to uh, the, the last interview that uh, Will Smith did. It was with Rap Radar. It was so dope because he was talking about um, he and Jada... They're not married. They're life partners. So he said it doesn't matter what she does. It doesn't matter what either one of them do. They're going to continuously be life partners. And I thought that was um, 
I thought that was crucial because it actually poked at anybody's insecurities if they're in a marriage or anything like that. It's like, think about it. No matter, because the reason why you're married and the way he put it, it was, I'm, I'm probably going to sum it up in a way that um, it makes it seem selfish, but it's not. But you're not married for the other person. You're married because the person you're married to is making you a better person. Right. So it, it could seem selfish, but that person that you're married to is making you a better person. However, they are. They're helping you um, career wise, uh, dealing with people, uh, anything. They're just helping you in a way that you couldn't do it by yourself. And so to let that person go would be to you know, mess up everything that you've had going going on for however long y'all been married. And, right. If and, you see that relationship like that. If you see it. Not deep, all relationships are. Uh, I, that's true. That's some true. Some people are with each other due to obligation. Right. And I understand that. Yeah. But the way he was. I, I want you to hear it. I think we might listen to it after we get off this podcast. Because I want. I mean, I'm already in my mind when you listen to it. Yeah, it was, it was dope. It but, was like an hour was, interview. But that's. But when you say life partner, you know. That's what marriage is about. No, but think, but no that's but, beyond marriage. But that's no, beyond marriage. But no, that's what marriage. That, but see, that's the thing. That's what marriage is supposed to be about. You should. You shouldn't. Um, I was listening to something, and, and someone said, "You know, marriage is a big deal. It's a big. It's a big decision." And a lot of people make that decision, you know, very quickly or off of very, you know, um, superficial things. Right. You know, or out of obligation or, well, what else I'm going to do? No. You know, if you had met that person that you feel like, that's what marriage is. Uh, when Will Smith said, that's my life partner, that's what marriage is. You're doing life with that individual. Yeah. That's why I never understood people who, you know, cohabitate together for years. It's, I mean, I understand that sometimes you want, you feel like you need to test the waters. I'm not judging anybody. You want to test the waters. But, hey, okay, we can live together for a year. If this thing works then, you know, we need to do something about it. If it doesn't work, then we need to do something about it. Not being together, not being, living together. Um, I never understood why people live together for so many years. And then, then they say, well, I'm not ready to be married. What do you think marriage is? Married is doing life with that person. Everything intertwined, everything intersecting. And if you're married and things are not intersecting, things are not intertwined, what are you really doing? And that's a hard question to ask. What are you really doing? And a lot of people make excuses, well, we do what works for us. If What are you doing? If you can't trust each other money-wise, you have your money, I have my money. Well, some marriages are like that. You have your money, I have my money. But I'm just saying, I mean, you, have to think, you have to think to yourself, though. you have to stop thinking to yourself, what am I doing? No, see, I don't blame the people that's doing you have your money, I have my money. I don't blame them for that. Like, if that's the way it works for y'all, then that's cool. But you know, but we, you're not we, doing life together. You're still doing life together. You just you have your money, I have mine. But that's not fully together. It, I think it can still be together. But then, but when you do that, there's something there. That's there's a reason why you are doing that. Yes, because the the man, either the man or the woman, probably makes way more so money. So that's not full. I'm just I'm just. I'm just keeping it real. I'm not judging anybody. Right. You everyone does do trust me. Don't 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 listen to me 
do what makes you happy, do what you feel like you need to do. But you have to understand when you say this is your money, this is my money, there's something going on there. Nah. Something unspoken going on there. Yes, it is. If I feel like I have to keep something from myself, there's something underlying going on there. Nah, see, I, there's I, some, there's some trust, right? Because like I, I trust think it, me, I get it. If you if you've already been established before you met somebody and you don't want someone to take your your, your take take advantage of you, right? Exactly. I, I mean, I, I trust me. Exactly. I get it. Exactly. But guess what? I'm not considering that person in my life partner. Then I'm considering that that person. No, you're not considering that person. So if I'm partner. so if I met you, considering that that person has the potential of hurting you and doing you wrong. Everybody has the potential of hurting you and doing you wrong. Yes. So there's so there's a deeper trust issue there. So what? Because, no, because to, to, think, think about it, Cody. If I, if I really felt strongly that you had a strong potential of hurting me and doing me dirty and wrong, I wouldn't be sharing my money whatsoever right but when but when we got married you weren't working i was the only one making money at that point and so exactly. it was the agreement would have the agreement would have to been there and and i was saying and it took me a minute to because i was so independent and strong-minded it took me a minute to say or anything well yeah but after we got married without a, a prenup it didn't matter but i'm just saying if i even if i started working you know if I wholeheartedly felt that if I had a very strong, of course, I'm not naive. I mean, there's a potential that you could do that, but I know that chances of that is extremely low. I have very full confidence that that's extremely low because you showed me that you always going to be there for me, even if you don't like me. Yeah, you've shown that to me. Yeah. So I know that you doing me dirty and leaving me in the rough because I feel like even if we divorce, you will make sure that I'm taken care of. I mean, you may not do it a hundred percent but if i was if i was in need and you were capable you're not just gonna leave me in the dust no i think i would do it a hundred percent just i think i would do it a hundred percent but i mean if you had moved on to someone else I if i moved on ah, there that. you go there you yeah, go yeah but i think there that you go. would you know yeah on the table hey you know uh, i don't know i don't want to say under the table but yeah but i'm saying because that's how strong you feel about me you right. always want you always gonna make right. sure that I'm okay. At least I'm eating. You know. And they have a place to stay for sure. Yeah. Um, I but just, I'm just saying. But if I felt, if I felt on the on the flip side that oh, there's a, I don't know, because because I because and it doesn't even have to be about you. It could be about how I've been treated my entire life. It doesn't even necessarily have to be about you. It's about how my mom or dad treated me, or how my sister or brother treated me, or how my friends talk treated me. You know, I could just have those doubts. To where I'm with someone and I can't fully trust them. So for me saying this is mine and this is yours, I just want to be sure there's some type of trust issue going on. I mean, yes, but at that point, I think the spouse or the um, the would be spouse knows that it's those type of issues, and most that's what I'm that most person. times they'd accept yes, that. But though. you're not looking at that person as your life partner. Then. But no, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that bad i think they still look at them as possibly being their life partner they just you understand possibly they just understand that they've been going through some things like i have to understand certain things with you you know what i'm saying like whatever you've gone through certain things just aren't uh normal in a relationship is what i'm saying and so whenever i'm just saying that you can't say that 
say that someone's, you can't say strong as Will Smith did and say that's my life partner if you don't think without a doubt that's, per I'm going to be with that person until they die. That's when, when you, you said life partners beyond marriage. And the reason why you said that because marriages are so finicky. You know, every, it's depending on how the individuals define marriage. And marriage shouldn't be that way, but that's how we humans have basically destroyed marriage. The meaning of marriage is so finicky. It's so many definitions. These people are doing that over there. Those people are doing that over there. It's whatever works for everybody else. Well, but for someone to say, for you to say, well, when he says life partner, that goes beyond marriage. And the reason why you said that is because marriage nowadays, people are not looking at each other as life partners. Marriage nowadays has been diluted. Like exactly. Ma marriage, has, marriage is what we made it, and then we diluted it, is what I want to say. Come on, little man. Come on, come on. I know you're coming in here. Exactly. Anyway. That's why I'm saying that when you say life partner, a lot of marriages, people are not with each other, looking at each other as life partners. You're definitely right. And if I feel like I need to keep my money over here, you keep your money over there, I'm thinking, you know, there's some trust issue there. That's what I'm saying. There's some trust issue there that I'm thinking that I need to make sure that I'm safe and secure. And there's nothing wrong with that because if you've been hurt, I get it. But yeah. you do have some type of trust issue. Yeah, I understand that. But I also can see the other side of the coin as well is if you've made your money and I made my money and we come together, like I tell, I tell uh, the young, young brothers that I talk to today, especially the guys in the organization, I'm saying, I don't know how y'all get out there and date because I couldn't do it because I would feel like a woman would um, come into my life and want to take more from my life than, you know what I'm saying? than she is willing to give. And I just say that because not that I've accomplished so much, but I've accomplished a good ten ten years worth of stuff, you know what I'm saying? But then, that, but you, but that means you have insecurity there because yes. because you have been done wrong in the past. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, if I met you last year, it would be a totally different interaction than whenever I met you in 2006. That's what I'm saying. And so, if I met you last year and I just realized, okay, yeah, you are my uh, soulmate. Um, we need to get married. I don't know if I'm just going to say, okay, we need to... I don't... Um, you think you... I, feel you like maybe you, like, I, feel, I think if you felt like someone was your soulmate, you'd be all in. You think I would personally? Yes, you'd be all oh, in. Okay. Because even when we got together and yeah. I had that much and you had, you had. You could have yeah. easily been that way. Yeah, I know. But I'm, I'm. what I'm saying is I can see the other side of the coin is what I'm trying to go at. Because I can see... Me meeting you and saying, nah, I'm not going to give up I everything. Mean, shoot, me me too because of I've seen what other people have gone through. Yeah. Personally, I would be that way too because of what I Ex witnessed. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And, that's, and that so that means I have a trust issue. <sighs> See, I don't... Yes, I have a... If, I, if, if me and you didn't work out and I had dated somebody else, I would have a trust issue. Off the rip. I know you would. I know you would. And you would too. I know I would. And okay. I'm, ad I'm admitting so, to that earlier so, than so, you. So I'm admitting that if me and you didn't work out and I was with somebody else, I would have a complete trust issue with them and I would make sure I have a um, rainy account. day fund. Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. And uh, But the reason why I don't feel like I need a rainy day fund with you is because I know that if we split, you would make sure that I still eat. Right. I mean, and do more than eat. You be. I would make sure that you're doing better than I am. Uh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. But we've been together since 2006. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a lot of history. 
And um, I, I think I think it's a little bit uh, un, unfair to judge people that are just now getting together with somebody. I'm not, I'm not really judging. I'm just saying that there's there's issues there. I don't even and see. I don't see, even. That's the thing. We, I don't want to say the issues. Thing we don't, and that's where mental health comes into play. People say mental health is being dismissed. People don't want to admit that they have those issues. Yeah. They have those insecurities. Because when I first had my first panic attack, and I was like, what's wrong with me? The doctor said, you just had a panic attack. You know, you're going on the stress when you're trying to buy a new house. I was like, please. I've been through more crap than buying a new house. That right. That's not going to cause me to have a panic attack. Right. And I finally eventually went to a counselor, and she was like, well, have you ever dealt with anxiety? I was like, no, I've never dealt with anxiety. Right. And then we start talking, guess what? I've been dealing with anxiety my entire life. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. When we talk about mental health, we don't want to address that there's a problem. That's not a problem. That's just the way I think. That's just the way it should be. No, you have a problem that you're not addressing. Because if I can't, if, if, if I felt like I can't share my bank account with you, I have a trust issue. It's okay. Nah, I don't feel like, I don't feel that it, if, if you and I have been dating for one or two years and you don't want to share your bank account with me, I don't see that as Not a trust dating, issue. I'm talking about being married. What I'm saying, what I'm trying to bring to you is if I met you two years ago, which a lot of people didn't grow up from 2006 to be able to have their spouse. I'm talking about the people that just met well, somebody. When we were, when we, okay, you said that you... Had a job and I was still in school. We only were dating for like three years since that was three Only years. three years. Three years is a long time. But we were just dating. We never had been together. We never lived together. We, we still didn't know me like that until we really started to get to know each other when we moved in with each other after we got no, married. No, I, knew, I knew you within those three years. Not much changed besides hair on the sink when we stayed together. Okay, you have hair on your sink. Your hair. Okay, you say that. Now our, now our sink is miles away from each other. I don't have hair on it's, my it's funny, I have your it's hair. It's funny because like when we're in the, when we're at our other house, you know, things were close apart and he always used to blame me, no, that was your hair. I was like, okay. So then now that our, our sinks are like miles apart from each other, I go my sink is clean. Cause you leave no. your hair over there on my sink. No, I do not. Jasmine, you messed up a okay, whole that's brush. Not, okay, that's not going there. A whole brush that I had we had to Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cut. Yeah, cut. Yeah, cut. yeah. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. She's looking cute over there. They got them dimples on both sides. That's my girl. Um, yeah, we can go ahead and end this, man. Unless you want to bring little man over here to talk. What you got to say, dude? You want to be part of the conversation? You always talk about, I want to be part of the conversation. Come here. Come here. No stuttering. No stuttering. You better get your thoughts together. All right. Talk. Say what's up. Say what's up. No, you don't need myself. He wants the headphones. Mama. Hey, baby. What are you doing? What's going on? What did you learn in church today? I learned... Uh, what did you learn? Nothing. You what did you learn nothing. in church? What did you, what did you learn, in, you learn church? in church, fat boy? Uh, I'm going to take those headphones off. Uh, God is what? We're all part of God's family. Did you learn that? Mm. All right. You about to have to take your headphones off. Okay. Yes. You, you got to go. Yes. You yes. 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 Oh, so what else did you learn? I learned... Well, just that. Just that. Nothing else about God? Well, God loves me. God loves you? Yeah. Does he I, love me? Hey look, hey, look at this song of God. Yes. Yo. Go ahead. 
He just wasn't. Okay, you say yes. Go ahead. Mom, mommy, you you know the song of Jesus? Go ahead, baby. Yeah, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Hmm. Good job. Yeah, Jesus loves me. What happened? For the Bible. <laughs> what do you mean? What happened? I guess he doesn't hear himself anymore. Oh, yeah. Because he, he pulled it out? Nah, this is the bad headphones. You got the good headphones. Oh, okay. Yeah. You okay? Just keep talking. Keep singing. Yes, he does. Is there something wrong with, is there something wrong with, with mommy's headphones? No, too? it's no, all. No. no, no, just, you, you got five seconds, baby. Say, what, what do you want to say to the world? Uh... I love you, baby. Alright, alright. Now give it to me. Now go sit down. Now I'm going to do my mama. Now I'm going to do my mama. No. Alright, man. We ain't going to keep y'all too long, man. Um, I felt like this was a good uh, impromptu uh, conversation. Okay. And um, little man, I need you to be quiet right now. Because... What? Okay. Here we go. Calm down. You're supposed to be in the living room. What? I calm down. You hear me? What's your punchline? What's your jokes? Tell a joke. What's your jokes? Hurry up! Hurry up! Get out of here! All right. This All is, right. Um, we're about to get on out of here. No! Hey, you're being too loud. It's too loud. Okay, dude. All right. You can be diapers. That's what you like to say. Yes. Don't be yes. Not anymore. Well, little man that came in here and um It's a little Yeah. So okay. I guess you can pose, pose out there and say this is Clay Langston Jr. and it's a rap. Say it. I Clay Langston Jr. and this is a rap baby. <laughs> okay. Take care later. Okay. Bye. All right, all right, all right, all right.